You're listening to a podcast from Victory. The choices we make in our relationship with God have a positive or negative impact on the next generation. Learn more about this message in week one of our series, Generationship. We are capping off our series entitled Generationship, and we are talking about the interrelationship among generations. This is a word that we just made up, generation and relationship. We combined it together. Now, we believe that God works not only in the current generation, but God works for all generations. As we seek God, obey God, and prioritize God and His plans for His kingdom to advance, we are studying uh, this Series. Okay, so we are going to look at First uh, Chronicles chapter 22 as we start our time together. Uh, I hope that you would be able to read the entire chapter, but we're going to read a portion of it. Uh, but regardless, we want to uh, learn how we can work as two generations at least. Okay, so I, I invite everyone to turn your Bibles to First Chronicles chapter 22, beginning in verse 5. For David said, Solomon, my son, is young and inexperienced. And the house that is to be built for the Lord must be exceedingly magnificent of fame and glory throughout all lands. I will therefore make a preparation for it. So David provided materials in great quantity before his death. Then he called for Solomon, his son, and charged him to build a house for the Lord, the God of Israel. David said to Solomon, My son, I had it in my heart to build a house to the name of the Lord my God. But the word of the Lord came to me saying, You have shed much blood and have waged great wars. You shall not build a house to my name, because you have shed so much blood before me on the earth. Behold, a son shall be born, with you, born to you who shall be a man of rest. I will give him rest from all his surrounding enemies." For his name shall be Solomon, and I will give peace and quiet to Israel in his days. Verse 10, he shall build a house for my name. He shall be my son, and I will be his father, and I will establish his royal throne in Israel forever. This is the word of the Lord for us this evening. Let us pray, Lord. We're just grateful. That your work, Lord, doesn't only start, Lord, in a certain generation. Lord, you work for all generations, Lord. It doesn't matter which generation we belong to, Lord. But at the same time, Lord, as we study your word today, allow us to see what, to see what your plan for the generation is, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, that we would be able to receive from you whatever you want us, Lord God, to hear tonight. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. Now, as I start, I was preparing for this message. I tried to picture myself uh, looking for a certain dream, uh, dream, uh, pangarap sa buhay. And I realized na isa sa mga pangarap ko, at least uh, for uh, not to become a TikTok star, by the way, but actually uh, I'm thinking about uh, a certain, uh, a bigger, uh, if I may say that, dream. And my dream is for the Philippines. Okay, so how many of you here have a dream for the Philippines? I know that a lot of you, you may like uh, in your comment section. I know that you have great plans for the Philippines. Maybe for some of you, what you want is a, uh, an honest and, uh, and honesty and integrity in the government would be a norm for all of us instead of exception. Uh, maybe for some of us, the picture of a uh, good uh, Philippines is excellent uh, mass transportation system. Okay, maybe for some of you, uh, excellent healthcare system. 
and that's also valid. Uh, also, for some, maybe they are thinking about, well, ako, for me, for one, because my uh, two of my siblings, actually, they work uh, abroad, and I'm thinking about Philippines one day. Uh, there would be a lot of jobs here in the Philippines, and people don't need to go out of the country to look for better jobs because it's happening here. It, uh, it's it's uh, being seen here that we have stable and uh, good enough paying jobs. Now, I believe that some of you uh, would want that, if not many of you. Okay? But for some, uh, and I believe that for some of us, you would hear that uh, uh, they want justice uh, in the Philippines to be available not only for a privileged few, but into, uh, to at least to everyone, if not most of the people here. Or maybe for some of us, that uh, we are thinking about the Philippines being loved by Filipinos genuinely. Now, I'm with you with all of those. I mean, those are just uh, several on the list. But I believe that for all of us, we have a dream, not only for ourselves, but for our nation as well. How many of you believe that? Okay, but in as much as we have great plans for the Philippines, we have uh, uh, huge plans, amazing plans for our nation, I believe that the plans that we have pale in comparison to what God intends for this nation. Can you say amen? Okay. The plans that we have, that those are amazing, but the plans of the Lord are way, way, way more amazing than what we have for this nation. Now, as uh, talking about great dreams, talking about uh, bigger dreams, we're going to look at the dream that David had in as far as uh, uh, his rule on earth is concerned you would see that he had a dream. Okay? He was living in his palace, maayos po yung buhay niya, and he was thinking about the tent of the Lord, the Ark of the Covenant uh, having no permanent place. So he thought of thinking, Lord, maybe I want a place where you can, uh, where you can stay, where you can um, experience all the grandeur or at least uh, uh, all the permanence of being, uh, of being the Lord. Okay? Basically, uh, that's just my translation, but uh, basically, gusto lang ni David na magkaroon ng permanent house ang Panginoon. Now, through the prophet Nathan, uh, God spoke to David and said that it's not going to be uh, that way because the dream that you have for yourself, I will accomplish through your son, Solomon. The point is, okay, there are plans that we have uh, for our generation, but uh, the truth of the matter is, the things that we are planning for our generation may not happen in this specific moment in time, but maybe it will happen with the next generation. Now, I believe that for sure, okay, our next generation has a uh, part to play in God's redemptive plan for the world. Now, we're going to look at, okay, for the next couple of minutes, what are those plans, okay? What is the plan of the Lord, okay? Basically, ang sinasabi na naman po ni, uh, dito sa First Chronicles, uh, that it was Solomon, who, uh, the next generation, the next king, who would come after David. He's going to be the one who will build, okay, the temple that God, or that David planned, okay, for the Lord, now, in verse 5, you would see here that uh, as David uh, saw Solomon, okay, there's a tension that uh, 
that David uh, tried to reconcile in his head. Now, you see, when you go back to verse 5, for David said, Solomon, my son, is young and inexperienced, and the house that is to be built for the Lord must be exceedingly magnificent of fame and glory throughout all the lands. You see, David was not actually uh, resisting the plan of God. God, in fact, he was actually uh, on it when it comes to the plan of God. Wala po siyang inhibitions in following God's plan. For the past years of his life, he had been following God. Of course, it's not a perfect walk, but you see, okay, God, or at least David knows better by this point in his life. Okay? So, but the tension comes uh, with how he saw Solomon and how he saw the task that Solomon was supposed to accomplish. Okay? Solomon, uh, according to David, or at least David thought that he is inexperienced and that he is young. Now, the task that Solomon is going to make is very huge. It's very magnificent, okay, to the point that it brought tension in his mind. Now, isn't it? Ganon din po pagdating sa next generation. Diba tayo mga current generation, ano na kaya ang dadat na nito mga next generation natin? Okay? Given this kind of life that we live in, given, given this kind of, uh, of environment, how are they going to thrive? Are they going to make it to the cut? Okay? Kaya ba ng next generation to? Now, I believe that for all of us, this is what we should learn as we look at the plans of God, not only for our generation, but even to the next one. Okay? As we look further in verse 5, you would see there, okay, after, uh, after that uh, realization of David, he said, I will what? Therefore, make preparation for it. Now, for the calling for all of, uh, for all of us who are in the current generation is how can we prepare for the next generation, for the plans of God to be fulfilled in their lives? That's, uh, that is what we will be talking about this evening. Paano ma-accomplish ng next generation yung mga plano, mga plano ni Lord, and paano gagamitin yung bawat isa sa atin in the current generation so that they would be able to fulfill the promise that God has for them. Now, ano ba yung mga areas that we can prepare to help the next generation fulfill God's purposes? There are three things that I would want or three areas that I would want to share with us this afternoon. So the first one, as we look at uh, verse 5, okay? So David, what? Provided materials in great quantity before his death. Okay? We talk about provision. When we talk about preparing the next generation for the plans that God has for them, Okay, it talks about, or we want to prepare them in the area of provision. Now, you see here, David actually had it in his mind okay, to prepare material so that the grandeur of that magnificent temple, that house of the Lord, would be taken care of by Solomon himself. Okay? So, pin-repair po ni David in advance kung ano man yung kailangan niya, okay, even before he would pass away. Now, uh, like what I said, you can visit the entire chapter. We're going to jump to verse 14, and you would see here kung ano yung mga pinrepair ni David. Okay? In verse 14, it says here, I have provided for the house of the Lord 1,000 or 100,000 talents of gold, a million talents of silver, and bronze and iron beyond weighing, for there is so much of it, timber and stone too, I have provided. Now, imagine that about 100,000 talents or maybe uh, in, in uh, current um, standard of measurement, it weighs about 400 tons of gold. Now, just to give you an idea kung gano'ng kabigat yung 4,000 tons of gold, yung isa pong sedan na kotse, 
it weighs about one ton. Okay? Isang tonelada pong ginto yung isang kotse, for example, and multiply that to 40,000. Now, yung million uh, talents of silver, about uh, 400,000 tons. Okay? So much bronze and iron, so much more. Mas marami pa po doon. Now, imagine how David amassed okay, that kind of wealth and treasure, not for himself, but he wanted okay, to build the house of the Lord, and he's going to do that through Solomon. Now, maybe we may be thinking, well, see, si David naman, he's rich. I mean, I don't think he would even lift a, lift a finger because he was blessed by God anyway. But you see, as we look at uh, the first part of verse 14, you would see there uh, how, how David okay, uh, gave for the uh, providing for Solomon. Sabi dito, with great pains, I have provided. Now, you see, yung binigay po ni David, hindi lang po yung tira-tira sa kanyang bulsa, hindi lang po yung tira-tira na sayaman niya. With great pains, actually, he provided for Solomon. Now, I would like to acknowledge, isn't it the same with you parents out there that you would really would want, or you would really want to provide for your kids? Sometimes, di ba, wala naman tayong ganung kadaming pera katulad ni, ni David, but somehow, with great pains, you are doing your best okay, to raise up your child in the ways of God, providing for them financially. Okay, I believe that God honors your obedience to Him as you raise your child. Okay, as you take good care of what God has entrusted you, as you steward the life that God has entrusted you with. But at the same time, I believe that the reason why David was able to give away all that, it's because he knows where provision comes from. Now, I would like to also um, encourage the parents out there. I know that some of you are struggling right now, even fi financially because of the crisis that we are in. But I believe that the Lord never stopped being provider to all of us. Okay, so I believe na as we pray to God, as we come before Him, He would provide in ways which we, are, are, we cannot imagine. Okay, now... Ano yung motivation ni David in uh, providing for David or for Solomon? Is it because uh, he wanted uh, Solomon to be proud of his dad who provided for him? I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, I believe that it's because of his genuine concern to his son for his or for his son to succeed in the plan that God has for him. Now, for all of us in the current generation, what are we providing? the next generation in order for them to fulfill God's plan. Ano po yung ating pinoprovide sa bawat uh, kabataan ngayon, sa ating mga anak, sa tahanan natin? Na ang kagandahan lang po nito, mga kapatid, is that uh, the Lord is the one who provides for everything that we need according to His glorious riches. We ask Him, Lord, help us provide. Okay, not only with treasure, but also with time and talent. Now, the uh, pandemic, I mean, I'm, I, I can't say that it's a good thing somehow, but or parang siguro a silver lining na lang. Uh, a silver lining of this uh, situation that we are in right now is that we get to spend time with our family. Okay? So somehow, di ba, mas marami tayong time na nasa-spend sa mga anak natin, and it's a good thing, hopefully, because we are really spending time with our children. Okay, now, ang mga bata po, ang currency natin sa mga bata, hindi lang po money, but also time. Okay, how much time are we spending with them right now? Okay, and I hope that uh, not only time, but also quality time. 
Kasi, uh, for, I for one, I would know some people who are spending time with their loved ones, pero they are actually in front of their screens. TV screens, and they're not even talking to one another. Okay? So, now, itong mga batang, yung mga batang nakakasama natin, they are actually stoic when it comes to uh, 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 being seen in your, in your room. Pero the things that they tweet, the things that they post on Facebook, sobrang dami ng emotions ang lumalabas. Sobrang dami ng emotions yung pinapakita nila. Question is, are we aware of those emotions? Are we aware of our kids, okay, of our children, of our teenagers who are living beside us or even uh, live, living among us? Okay? Are we able to not only spend time quality, uh, quantity-wise but even quality-wise. Okay? So, let's pray that God will give us the grace. Okay? Alam ko, it, it took us so long. It's already six months that we have been spending and sometimes, Lord, we want a new environment. Let's pray also that we will uh, have patience, di ba? As we, as we spend time with our family members. But also, a good thing about what uh, David provided, okay? Hindi lang po nag-provide si David kay Solomon and he let it be. Or he let him be. Okay? The last part of verse 14, he said, To these you must add. Okay? What it means is, it's not just David who contributed in order for the temple to be built, but also Solomon had to play his part as well. He had to steward what God has given him through David. When we talk about stewarding the resources that God has entrusted us, entrusted us with, next generation, how are we when it comes to that? Okay? For some of you, you're blessed that you are in school today, kahit online school siya, blended approach, but how are you doing when it comes to school? So people are not able to go okay, to school, not all students. How are we stewarding what God has entrusted us with? Okay, social media accounts. I know that a lot of you have internet connection. That's the reason why you're watching right now. But how are we stewarding the resources that God had given us? Now, I hope that for all of us, we, we at least hindi lang po tayo sa current generation, but even the next generation, that we don't just okay, represent ourselves, but we represent God as well. Okay, so anong areas? Okay, what areas can we prepare to help uh, the next generation fulfill God's plan. It's not just okay, in the area of provision, it's also in the area of people. Okay, in area of people. Okay, you would see there in verse 15, okay, how David not only provided materially to Solomon, but he also provided with people who can help him. Okay, you see here, verse 15, you have an abundance of workmen, people who are able to cut stones, masons, carpenters, all kinds of craftsmen, Okay, who are skilled okay, in working gold, silver, bronze, and iron. Basically, these are people who are working for Solomon and God provided all of these things through David. Okay, but not only people who are working okay, for the temple, but in verse 17, you would see here that David also commanded all the leaders of Israel to help Solomon. It's not just people who would be working for him, but also people who would be working with him. Okay, David knew that in order for Solomon to succeed, that he needed the help of a team behind him. 
Okay? So, now, ano bang klaseng team yung binigay ni David? Okay? So, David gave a charge to these people. In verse 19, you would see there, uh, Now, set your mind and heart to seek the Lord your God. Arise and build the sanctuary of the Lord God. Okay? People that he called the leaders of Israel were also commissioned by David by saying, okay, Set your mind and heart to seek the Lord. These are not just people that David just pulled aside and Liga, samahan ka, samahan mo ako magpalaki ng anak ko. It's not that. Okay? Or samahan mo ako uh, tulungan yung anak ko. It's not just that. Okay? They wanted, okay, God. Okay? They wanted to seek the Lord as they do the work together. Now, we in the current generation, who are we working with in order for the next generation to fulfill God's plan? Okay? There's an African proverb Okay, it says that it takes a village to raise a kid or to raise a child. Now, I believe in that statement because I, I, I've seen a lot of parents, okay, when they, for example, they, uh, they go every Sunday when we used to come here in, kids, uh, in, in, in this center, there would be people, actually hundreds of kids being endorsed to kids' church teachers every week. Now, these people may be meeting them for about one to two hours, but their time with those teachers are worthwhile because they're teaching them the Word of God. By the way, these teachers are not being paid to do that kind of work. They are doing it okay, as they serve the Lord. Now, these are one of the subcontractors that you would want to thank. Okay? That's why if you are a kids volunteer, I would like to thank you for what you do. We may not be meeting in kids' church now, but what you do matters. Okay? Not only our kids' church, but even our teenagers. We have a lot of young professionals volunteering for our youth ministry, for our campus ministry, and we have campus missionaries who actually go to different campuses all around the Philippines in order for every student to be reached by the Word of God. Now, etong mga taong to, hindi lang po sila basta-basta. These are professionals. These are people who have uh, left their uh, jobs in the marketplace in order to uh, seek the Lord okay? and seek the next generation in order for them to put their trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, uh, I would want to also uh, uh, encourage the parents that uh, we can partner as well. We can be partners in raising our next generation in order for them to fulfill the plans and the promises of the Lord our God. In fact, uh, there's this one mayor, I won't name him, but I, I think for some of you who know him, uh, know him. For people who attend this church, know him well because he used to be part of this church. In fact, he grew up in kids' church. And now, uh, we have been seeing uh, rave reviews about this mayor. Uh, Lord, uh, Lord, thank you for this mayor because we are seeing the fruits of, of, uh, of our taxes. And that's a good thing, okay? That's a good thing that we are able to raise one, okay? But how many of you believe that there are a lot of people to be raised for the kingdom of God? Hallelujah. Diba? Marami pong tao sa kids' church, marami pong tao sa, sa social media, okay, nakabataan, marami pong tao okay, sa, na, na, nasa campuses po natin ngayon na pwedeng maging ganun, na pwedeng maging uh, uh, God-fearing, na pwedeng maging people of integrity. Those people okay, are waiting okay, to be discipled, are waiting to be mentored. And I believe that for all of us, okay, it's, a, uh, it's a team effort in our part. Okay? We not only raise as parents our kids, we partner the church with you 
as we raise the next generation for God to fulfill His plans and purposes. Okay? Now, for the next generation, ang maganda naman dito, even, even this commission by David, uh, it says in verse 15, okay, Arise and work, sabi ni David, okay, sa, uh, kay Solomon, the Lord be with you. Okay? Again, like what the first what I shared in the first point, that it's not just David who provided everything for Solomon. The uh, the next king had a part to play as well. Now, in the same way with us, the next generation also ha has a part to play as far as fulfilling this commission is concerned. Now, ang tanong ko po sa next generation natin, how are your relationships in your house? How are you relating to your parents? How are you relating to figures of authority? Okay, I'm not saying that they are always right and you are always wrong. It's far from that. Okay, because the truth of the matter is they are also humans. Okay, we are also humans and we commit mistakes. Okay, but at the same time, the way we would react, the way we would interact, okay, with the next or with with the other generation, it matters. Okay, so. I believe na for all of us, whether we are in the next generation or we belong to the current generation, all of us need to reconcile it with the Lord with our intentions. Okay, More than the methods, more than the things that you see on the surface, I hope that we visit the intentions that we have in our hearts. Uh, for example, with our parents, with our victory group leaders, with our campus missionaries, saan ba sila nanggagaling? Ano ba yung pinanggagalingan nila? Okay, bakit hindi ko sila naiintindihan? Where do I begin? Okay, so it begins with, with asking the Lord. Lord, help me understand. Okay, again, next generation and the current generation, both of us need to do that as well. Okay, and lastly, number three, how are we going to help the next generation fulfill and be prepared to fulfill the promises of God and the plans of God okay, for their generation? Okay, first we have provision. David provided with uh, provided materially for the temple. He also provided with people. Okay, provided people who can help Solomon. But lastly, David provided the purpose of why he had been uh, tasked to do it. Okay, purpose. Now you would see there in verse 10, okay, what the purpose is. As uh, we have read a while ago in the passage of Scripture, uh, David told Solomon that it was in his mind to build a house for the Lord. But it says in verse 10, okay, he shall build, or this is uh, uh, God speaking, okay, he shall build a house for my name. Okay? Solomon actually would, uh, would be building this huge uh, temple or this task of building a temple, not for himself, not even for his father's dream, Okay, but it's for the name of God to be seen by the world. Okay? Now, a lot of us as parents, I, I, ako, personally, I'm a six-month-old parent, okay? and I already have plans and dreams for my child. Okay? So, pero ang maganda po sa passage ng scripture na to, yung plano na meron tayo para sa mga anak natin, mas maganda ang plano ng Panginoon kesa sa kung ano man yung makukonceive ng mga utak natin. Okay. For the case of Solomon, okay, it was him who will be building the house of God, but it's for the sake of his glory, of the glory of God. I realized as I was studying this passage of Scripture, are we imposing the plans that we have for the next generation or are we allowing God okay, to let them see okay, that he has a plan for them? 
yung mga plano po ba natin yung nasusunod? Yung mga pangarap ba natin yung gusto nating ibigay sa ating mga anak? O yung plano ng Panginoon na better, greater than more than we can see for them? Okay? Uh, Proverbs chapter 22, verse 6. I know that you know this verse. Train up a child in a way that he should go so that he may not depart from it. Okay? Train up a child in a way that he should go, not the way that we want them to go. Okay? So, saan po ba sila dapat papunta? Okay? Dapat po sila magpunta sa kung paano, okay? paano dinesign ng Panginoon para sa buhay nila. Verse 12, as we continue, there's uh, not only uh, David commissioned Solomon to build a temple for the Lord, but also he gave specific instructions to Solomon. He said here only, uh, verse 12, May the Lord grant you discretion and understanding that when he gives you charge over to Israel, over Israel, you may keep the law of the Lord your God. Now, David was very much aware that discernment and understanding, discretion and understanding come from the Lord. The wisdom that we have, okay, it will fail us. The wisdom that we have, it's limited. But the discernment, the uh, discretion and understanding okay, that comes from God, okay, it's limitless. It's something that we can actually depend on. Okay? So, but not only that, that he would also ask Solomon to keep the law of the Lord your God. As much as we have Every Nation Campus or Kids Ministry, we as parents, we are the primary disciple makers in our own home. Okay? In fact, Deuteronomy chapter 6, it was said na, Love the Lord your God all, with all your mind, heart, soul, and strength. Impress it on okay, to your children. There's no one who can teach it better than the one who God entrusted to raise these children. Okay, so alam nyo po yung, yung blessing na binigay po sa atin ng Panginoon. It's not just a blessing in itself, but it also comes with a responsibility. Okay, with great blessing comes great responsibility. But you know, the good thing is we have the grace of God, we have the wisdom of God so that we would be able to raise our children right. Now, verse 13, you would see there, then you will prosper if you are careful, careful to observe the statutes and the rules of the Lord commanded, uh, that the Lord commanded Moses, be strong and courageous, fear not, do not be dismayed. Now, also, we have to let the children know that this world is not a good, uh, exactly good world to live in, okay, for now because of sin, okay, but you see that they do not lose heart, that they do not fear, Okay, we prepare them, uh, we prepare our children for the world out there, but with the perspective that we can overcome the world, knowing that Jesus okay, is in their lives. Now, for all of us, I hope and I pray that we would be able not only to provide for our kids, not only to, get, uh, to surround them with people who can help them, but also to let them know that God has purpose, has plans, has promises in each in their lives. Now, for the next generation, I believe that you have a purpose in the Lord. Okay? We have said that time and again, that you have a purpose in the Lord. Okay? You have a great plan. Whether, whether you're going to be an engineer someday, whether you're going to be a businessman, a TikTok star, or wherever God calls you to be in. Okay? So I hope that you're going to chase after not your self-image uh, self or not your self-gain, but you're going to use 
okay? Uh, whatever uh, platform you may have for the glory of God. Now, the purpose that you have, okay, is bigger than, for, uh, than yourself. It's bigger even than uh, for your family. It's bigger than for this nation. Our purpose is actually for the glory and the honor of our Lord God. Now, as I close, I would uh, jump from First Chron uh, Chronicles chapter uh, 22 to Second Chronicles verse 7 and, uh, to 10. Uh, seven years after the temple was built. Okay, you would see there in verse 10, Now, the Lord has fulfilled the promise that he has made. For I have risen in the place of David my father and sit on the throne of Israel as the Lord had promised. I have built the house of the, uh, for the name of the Lord, the God of Israel. The promise of the Lord was fulfilled. Okay? So, si Solomon na po yung hari, the temple was built, and there was a peaceful transition in the nation of Israel. Now, as I end, uh, although this, built, uh, this temple was built magnificently, people were able to see the glory of God in the temple, Okay, um, several years after the, uh, the temple was destroyed because of the disobedience of the Lord's people, it was actually destroyed. And in fact, uh, Israel became subject to different nations after that. Now, several, uh, or at least there, are several, uh, there, are, there were attempts to build the temple of the world, uh, the, the Lord. In fact, uh, they were able to successfully do that uh, and yet, it wasn't as grand, it wasn't as great as the temple that Solomon built. Okay, you see, in as much as we uh, plan for the, uh, for the things of this world, God has a better plan. Because you see, in the nation of Israel, hindi lang po yun yung plano ng Panginoon sa, uh, sa bansang Israel. Pero, pero ang plano ng Panginoon is for all the nations of the world to see His glory. So the temple of the Lord isn't actually confined in a specific place, but it's actually fulfilled when Jesus Christ came into the world. John chapter 2, you would see there how Jesus um, talked, to, talked to the people about how, how they were questioning him, and Jesus answered, destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. Okay, verse 20, the Jews then said, it has taken 46 years to build this temple. Ito po yung pangalawang temple na binild. It took 46 years to build this temple and you will raise it up in three days. But he was speaking about the temple of his body. When therefore he was raised from the dead, his disciples remembered that he had said this. They believed that the scripture and the word that Jesus had spoken. Now, Yung plano po natin para sa sarili natin, yung plano natin para sa mga anak natin, sa next generation natin, yung plano po natin para sa Pilipinas, those are great plans. Those are good plans. But you see, God has a better plan. Because when we think about um, cultural transformation, God is talking about heart transformation. Okay, when we are talking about um, uh, temporal things, talking about the temple, the grandeur of the temple, um, the legacy of David, God was talking about eternal perspective. Now, these things, okay, we may, we may plan for the nation of the Philippines to be great, okay, to, be, to be a first world nation, okay, but God's plan is better than our plans. Okay? Uh, I believe, I sincerely believe that we will come to that to that place, that the Philippines will have good traffic, that the Philippines will, will, uh, will have honest, 
uh, and uh, people of integrity in the government and not just a few, but a lot of them, all of them would be there in the government. Those things, okay, will, it will be possible, but it doesn't take a social transformation. It doesn't take a behavior change for that to happen. It takes transformation of the hearts. It takes okay, our, our very being, okay, being changed, okay, not by ourselves, but by the Lord Jesus Christ himself. Whatever happens, whether you belong to the previous generation or to the current generation or to the next generation, we just know that God's plan will be victorious, that God's plan will, will still happen no matter what. It's just a matter of us playing our part. Okay? Are we willing to be submitted to the plans of God as far as this generation is concerned? Ang prayer ko po, hindi lang po sa current generation, but even to the next generation. Let's work together. Like David and Solomon, let's, uh, let's plan and let's execute together the plans that God has okay, for His kingdom. Let us pray. Lord, marami pong salamat sa gabing ito. Thank you, Lord, that even during this time, that you are allowing us to see that yes, there are good plans for my family. There, yes, there are good plans for this nation. Yes, there are good plans for myself. But Lord, your plans are way, way better than mine. Lord, I just pray, Lord, that we will be able to see how your plans unfold, Lord, and allow us to submit to you and your plans, not only for the current generation, but even to the next one. But Lord, even as I pray for our congregation tonight, I know that some of us don't see it this way because of the rift that's happening in our families right now, specifically between the current generation and the next generation. I would like to pray for the parents. Now, for the parents, I would like to ask that you would Ask the Lord for wisdom on how you can dedicate and prepare the next generation to fulfill the plans and purposes that God has for them. Lord, I pray for our parents right now. It's not easy to raise a parent. It's not easy to provide for the needs of our children. Lord, but I pray that in the name of Jesus, you would grant them the wisdom, you would grant them the grace, you would grant them the favor Lord God, that they would be able to raise their children in your ways. I pray that you would uh, allow our parents to be surrounded with people who will help them raise their children in God's ways. Lord, but not taking away their, their primary responsibility as parents. But even I pray, Lord God, that you would allow them to speak life, destiny, and purpose in the lives of our children. Lord, I pray even for the parents right now. Some of them are hurt because of um, the current situation, I pray that you are beginning to heal their hearts. Lord, even I pray for the next generation, the younger ones, Lord God, people who, who have parents, Lord God, who may not uh, understand where they're coming from, Lord God. Maybe for some of them, Lord God, um, they have been trying to reach out in ways they know how to, but somehow they always get uh, frustrated, Lord God, because of, of the miscommunication that's happening. Lord, I pray, 
Lord, that you know the cries of the hearts of the young people, that you are never unaware of their situation. Lord, but I pray that in the name of Jesus, that you would turn things, Lord God, according to your purpose for their lives, Lord God. Even I pray, Lord God, that you would cause children, Lord God, to be drawn to their parents, Lord God, once more, and even parents to their children. Lord God, I pray that restoration and reconciliation is going to happen in our homes. Lord, and for the rest of us, Lord God, no matter what generation we belong, we belong to, Lord God, I pray that we would be able to accomplish the plans and the purposes that you have in our lives. We give you honor and praise in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Thank you for listening. We hope you were encouraged by the message. For more podcasts and updates and to give online, visit victory.org.ph or download the Victory app.